Welcome back to another Study with the Ant podcast. I want you to take a moment. We're going to try to get a mental picture of someone today. So if you've ever spent any time outdoors, you may have seen someone who is prepared for a hike, who's going to go hike a mountain or hike a trail, and we're going to envision a, a guy for the sake of the illustration. Um, he has you know, really spiky hair, he has a, a backpack, he's got a compass, he has hiking boots, and he may have a map to kind of show where he's going. And in his backpack, he probably has some food, water, a knife, matches, maybe a flare, hopefully a cell phone, survival, blanket, etc. He looks ready to go hiking. But then you take a closer look at this individual and realize that he's holding the map upside down and he has a very confused expression on his face as he turns the compass around and round trying to figure out where, you know, every time he moves it, the needle moves, trying to figure it out. This man... He has all of the proper gear for his hiking trip, yet none of these things will do him any good because he doesn't know how to use them. Have you ever seen anyone like that? They have all the right gear. Maybe like, uh, you can, not even with hiking, just an illustration, but someone um, who is wants to be a like video gamer, they buy the Xbox or the PlayStation. They have all the controllers. They even have a shirt that says, I love gaming. But they can't play video games. That would be me. If I tried to pick up a video game, buy a, buy a, a console to play with, I know the right terms. I know some of the right terms. Um, I know you're supposed to hold the controller a certain way, but I would be terrible at being a gamer. Just ask my brother. I'm terrible. But, so we can have the right equipment. That's, that's the, the idea, is that we can have the right equipment, but that doesn't mean that we know how to use what we have. So throughout this this podcast, we're going to use the hiker kind of as an illustration. Um, I just was hiking the other day, and um, the idea for this podcast came from a a blog post that I did many years ago, and it all came about from this little Lego character that I built. What's interesting about this Lego character is that um, Lego started making them with two faces. So one face would be like really confident and happy, and then the other face could be either like really mad or really scared. And this hiker, you know, he's got his compass, he's got his map, um, he has all the right equipment, but on his face is, a, is the look of kind of confusion and concern. He doesn't look happy. He's not angry. He, he just like doesn't know what he's doing. And when I saw this hiker, I was like, you know, he's prepared for a hike. He's got everything he needs, but he's not, he's not confident. He's not comfortable. He, he's not prepared to go hiking. So let's talk a little bit about that today. So thinking of this man, the hiker, um, he reminds me of a Christian. Christians can have the, the right hairdo, the right outward appearance. They can have the Bible and, and shelf upon shelf of study materials for the Bible, but they still may not know how to use them. Psalm 16 verse 11 says, thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. As a Christian, our compass is the Holy Spirit. 
just as the compass always points north. So you can, as long as you know which direction you need to go, you can orient yourself by, ah, that direction is true north, always north. So the Holy Spirit always points us back to God. The Christian's map is the Bible. If we read it and learn more about what the Lord says in the Bible, we will know the way in which we should go and will be able to help others also. If we're imagining that we have a, a backpack like a hiker might have, in that we could have tracks, we have these resources, you know, John and Romans, books on the Bible, we have now apps on our phone that we can use to help us learn the Bible, uh, and, you know, we can take notes and, and remember things we can share with others. So a Christian has an, an internal compass access to the Bible and many resources to to help us learn and, and teach the Bible to others. It, many times we're not ready to hike the trail. We're not ready to be an example. The hiker in our mental picture, he was not ready to use his equipment, but he was still ready to go hiking. He was a little confused. But he was ready to go. As Christians, we have all of these resources, and yet, sadly, we see so few Christians who are willing to step out and tell others about Christ, to maybe live Christ-like. With the internet and social media, I think we're seeing more perhaps some people are, are being very bold about sharing Christ others are still very reserved and not telling anyone even the fact that they are a Christian uh, we have to be careful about that and but why do we do this why do we not always want to share or tell others that we are a Christian um, there's some I'm not going to say good reasons for that, but there's some understandable sometimes reasons for that. Um, and it's not always even the world. I, I know some people have concerns that if they mention to their co-workers or to their boss that they're a Christian, that that could cause them problems at work or that people will judge them differently and hold them to a different standard. And, and so I, I can... I'm not saying I approve of it, but I can understand their concern about doing it. But many times the people that Christians are more concerned about is other Christians. Uh, because we may come across other Christians who think the way we're witnessing or the way we're living our Christian life is wrong. Um, and, and that gets frustrating, the tell, being told that, oh, you're not doing this right, or you should be doing things this way, or I do this, you should do this. Uh, and that can be very discouraging, and so some people want to avoid that. Always that comparison of how they should do, how they shouldn't do. Does that make it right not to tell people you're a Christian? No, not at all. But that's why some people don't. But... The purpose of a Christian is to be Christ-like. That's what the first Christians, that's how they got their name was because people said, though, they are like 
Christ, the apostles, the, the disciples in, in um, Antioch, they were called Christians first there because they were acting like Christ. They were followers of Christ. And so they referred to as Christians, Christ ones. So setting aside what other Christians may think, sometimes, yes, we need to listen to that. One more side thought. Sometimes we need to listen to that because maybe we need to change and do things differently. Understandable. But just putting that thought aside, the reason why... and I, You don't have to go and tell every single person you meet, Hey, I'm a Christian. Don't you want to be a Christian too? But you should be living your life in such a way that there is something a little bit different about you. Maybe you show concern and compassion for people. Uh, I know over the years... I would go to the store with my mom as a kid, and we would always go through the same checkout lines for different people. Um, my mom would like you purposefully go down one lane, one checkout lane or another to talk with a couple different people. And sometimes they were the longer lanes. We had to wait longer. But we would do that because my mom... And I would have to ask her, I'm not sure if this was intentional or not, but she built up a rapport with them. She got to know them so that when there were issues and problems in their lives, she didn't go and ask them, hey, you got anything I can pray for you about? But they were, they knew something was different about my mom and they would ask her, hey, would you pray for me? Uh, I know over the time, I believe we invited them to church. They never came to our church, but they knew because of building that relationship over time that my mom was a Christian. They, they talked about things about the Bible. And so that's something that we can do. And it'll, it's becoming harder to do that in this society with, um, you know, order your groceries online and pick them up. So we're going to have to be more creative, perhaps, in how we do things as um, it's kind of a push away from social interaction. But there is a, a person I know in a European country, and one of the ways that they reach out to people is by joining different clubs, uh, doing activities with people, because in that way you get to know people, and while no, getting to know them and enjoying that same activity together, uh, this this couple, they do uh, ping pong with their kids. They'll go and do ping pong and play ping pong. They're really good. I am a terrible ping pong player. I cannot do that. But they can do play ping pong very well. And they go to this club and they get to know people. They get to enjoy playing with together with people. But they're also able to strike up conversations and witness to people in this way. You have to be able to show people you care about them in as many instances before they'll let you tell them about Christ. A hiker who goes and is, is big and loud mouth and telling everyone what he, where he's hiked, the biggest mountains he's hiked, um, how exhausted he was after he hiked. Many people aren't interested in hearing that. But if you ask them, if you're interested in hiking as well, and, and that person asks you, hey, how was your hike? Have you been hiking recently? Where do you plan to hike next? You're showing interest in them, giving them the opportunity to, to tell you about where they're going to hike and showing that interest in them. 
that's something we're lacking in witnessing, I believe, today, is that we, we just want it to be instant. An instant salvation, which it is, but the idea that I go and tell you about Christ and you instantly believe. That's not how it happens. As a as a a young person, I heard the gospel so many times from the age, well, when I was a baby, until I was the age of 15 when I got saved. I, I couldn't even tell you how many times I heard the plan of salvation. And yet it wasn't until a night on April 1st, 2005, that all of those things that I had heard finally clicked to the point where I was like, ah, that's talking about me. I am the sinner who will be separated from God because I don't believe that Jesus died for my sins. I haven't acknowledged that fact. Up to that point, I didn't really believe or realize that was important for me to believe. And when that clicked, then that's when I confessed that I was a sinner and got saved. We can't expect people to instantly get saved. It's just like a, a hiker. He may not be able to instantly convince someone, hey, you want to go hiking, right? You know, it's really hot, it's really sweaty, there could be bears, it could be bugs. Um, you know, that's not really a great incentive for people to say, oh yeah, I want to come go hiking with you. And so it is with the church, people's perception of the church is that, oh, I have to go to church on Sunday. I have to dress different. I have to talk different. I have to, to learn new terminology. And some people are afraid of that. Because they don't understand. And so thinking that salvation, this one time, tell someone the gospel and they're going to get saved. In many instances, that will not happen. In some, yes, thankfully it does. But many people have questions and concerns that keep them from pursuing that. Just like people who want to go hiking, they have questions and concerns. Am I physically fit? Can I do this? Will I hurt myself on the hike? So we can see it's not instant all the time. We as Christians who are trying to encourage people to get saved, our lives should be such that not necessarily that they want what we have, in like our life, maybe the, the way we dress, so forth, but that maybe the hopefully the peace that's coming from us is something that they want. The fact that even in the midst of maybe craziness in life or uh, a time of tumult or, or a hurricane or a storm, that we're we're calm. We seem like we have peace. And that's something that we can have because we know that God is in control. That whatever happens, he will take care of us. Um, or that ultimately we will go to be with him. We have that, that peace and that comfort. Now that was not at all what I had planned to talk about on this podcast. Uh, that kind of went a very different direction than um, what I had anticipated. But can I remind you that... The Bible that we have, that God has preserved for us from the time it was written when Moses 
penned the Ten Commandments and the, the first five books of the Bible to the time we're in today. God has preserved his word so we can learn from it, so we can direct us, so it can encourage us, so that we can go and witness and tell others about him. It says in Psalms 119.105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We have the light that directs us, that can give us hope and peace. We need to share that light with others. So, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Um, again, that's not exactly where my thoughts had, had planned to go with that, but it just kind of um, it kind of happened that way. So, um, I think it, it makes sense, though, that correlation between a hiker and a Christian, uh, we can see... We can see the similarities. A hiker has equipment. Christian has equipment. A hiker may want to persuade others to go hiking with them. And Christian, as Christians, we should be encouraging others to get saved, to come with us, to be able to spend eternity with God in heaven. So, um, yeah, I wanted to talk more about the outdoors, but I guess that'll be for another podcast. I had some thoughts. I, I went on a hiking trip recently and I wanted to share some thoughts, but that's not where my thoughts ended up going. So we'll save that story for another time. But thank you so much for listening to the Study with the Ant podcast. I do hope you enjoyed. If you have any questions or comments, please uh, let me know. You can contact me on um, Instagram by DM DMing me at Study with the Ant. Or you can go to uh, my email, studywiththeant at aol.com and shoot me a line there. I'd be happy to talk to you. Have a great week and tune in next week for the next Study with the Ant podcast. <laughs>